This week on the OneCast, we're joined by Dylan and Steve with Hobie Eyewear. We're going to talk about selecting the correct polarized lenses. We're going to talk about what Hobie Eyewear has going on and uh, whatever else might come up. That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, God, it's a toad, son. It's a toad, dude. Let's go. I wake up to a little bit of drool on my pillow. feel like it's going to be a bad day. What is going on, OneCast fans? Welcome back for another week. I think this is 49. I don't know. My numbers get all messed up. Uh, but we're super excited. We're getting closer and closer to that one-year release mark, which is really cool um, to, to see You know that we're still here. We, we've stayed the course, and we've been, uh, I think, getting better. I went back, actually, a couple of days ago and listened to like oh, episode cringe. two or three. It was rough. <laughs> um, we, were, we were all like Ricky Bobby. We didn't know what to do with our hands. And, uh, uh, so we're getting a little bit better. You know, our intros take three hours because we're professionals and Trey makes me laugh, but, uh, we're super, super glad to be here. Episode 49, as always head over to onecastfishing.com. Use the code, the one cast to check out, save 10%, get you some snagless jigs, weedless neds, long neck hooks, uh, and, uh, soft plastics are back in stock. I know, uh, our club, Nick, I don't know if he ordered it today, but he's going to, he's going to order. He did. And he used your code too. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. uh, put that money in our account. Okay. <laughs> he, uh, he's ordering some stuff for our club giveaway for our banquet. So, uh, but yeah, make sure you head to onecastfishing.com. Use the code, the one cast, uh, support that mm-hmm. small veteran owned business. Uh, yeah, guys, what's going on? Not much, man. I'm covered in deer blood and guts right now. Just got done, uh, you know, skinning or not skinning, but, uh, you know, completely flaying out a deer, um, was able to take a really nice eight pointer on Monday, but, uh, I kind of want to go back to Nick, man. Like Dylan, or you walked in the garage, you saw like the it's trash in there. And that's because we just got done fishing the special operations bass anglers charity tournament, which was up at Lake Norman, North Carolina. That's an annual charity event. And I highly encourage a lot of people to take, uh, you know, participate in that. It's a great opportunity to get out there and like, you know, um, face some healthy competition, but for a really good cause. And, and I have to give a lot of credit to special operations bass anglers and major league fishing for coming over and donating their trailer and stuff. There's a ton of great giveaways, a lot of hammers and stuff like that. And speaking of the, you know, weedless net head, like it played a, it played a role, uh, you know, it's a spotted bass, largemouth bass fishery and stuff like that. But I can tell you that the fishing was absolutely brutal on me. Uh, practice was awesome. Tournament sucked. And then the following day I figured something out. Uh, but I will tell you that those spotted bass, they crush a weedless Ned. Um, so, Ben, I appreciate that. Well, uh, you're welcome. And I will say awesome event. Uh, I was fortunate. I was actually able to get over there and fish that with uh, Michael Johns from um, FX3. So glad he was able to come up from Georgia and take me out. And uh, he did most of the work for us. Actually, for everyone in the house, I think we were the house champions. We should were. We should have did a side bet. He, uh, <laughs> he put four of the keepers in the boat. But um, that day and on practice, I ended up catching a big one for us. So, and that one came on a uh, flipping snagless jig, stripped the skirt off, put a worm on, and big girl hit it. We, we talked about that in ICAST. Yeah. I think it was ICAST 2022. Mm-hmm. ICAST 2022. And that's the cool thing about the, the snagless flipping jig or the snagless football head jig. Like, you can pull that skirt off and basically Texas rig a worm in it 
acts essentially as a shaky it's head. It's like a so, shaky head. It's yeah, a Texas so, rig. And I was using, I had a PB&J jig on. Yep. I was like, I'm not going to change out. I put a black and blue orb on with a brown jig head and it didn't matter. Yeah. She wanted it. So, it was yeah. so Pete, time. to go back to your short question, we're all doing pretty good, man. We're ready to kill some more deer too. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good event. I'm ready to take a little break from fishing. That That's was, right. For me, that was <laughs> a long weekend because we had our two day club championship following it. Uh, so I fished four full days and... Yeah, the the sec the last two were not good to me. No, uh, we had yeah. it was really so I fished I've fished plenty of multi day tournaments. Um, I've fished we a week or so at a destination. I've never fished four days where the weather was so drastically different every day, and it and you could tell with the fish. And I had spent Saturday and Sunday chasing fish and trying to find them. It just didn't work to my favor, but it was yeah, a good I, learning I, experience. I noticed. Um, you know, because uh, P- Trey, um, you took Pete's dad out the next day and, and caught some bigger fish. Yeah. I didn't see anything from Pete come through our group chat. So I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. He's, he's no, I mean, I caught some good fish. I just, I don't, I don't take pictures. I'm terrible about it, honestly. I got to take pictures. <laughs> I'm not good about it. The sponsors um, need the pictures. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? But I didn't take well, the pictures that it really happened. That's true. <laughs> I, I did take a picture of a big hybrid. I caught an A ring. Yeah. I don't know where Chelsea has it in her phone. I think. That's cool. But, so that's going cool. back to that, like, check out Special Operations Backs anglers uh annual annual mark mccowan charity tournaments every single year they dedicate it to a different uh service member that's passed away whether yeah. or not it was either in the line of duty or off duty in this year was cw2 chief mm-hmm. warrant officer to cantrell who unfortunately passed away in a house fire saving his entire family which he did um and yeah. i remember that specifically so go check those guys out huge shout out to them heroesharvest.org 501c3 nonprofit organization focuses on outdoor therapy and fx3 inc with michael johns focuses on veteran suicide prevention please go support those guys because they support for his glory outdoors as well as another one getting veterans involved in the outdoors hunting and fishing uh they got a lot of really cool stuff going on uh they're out of south carolina uh, they actually just got a big hunting lease, so they're doing hunts on there now for veterans and stuff. Awesome. So, yep. uh, really cool deal. One last thing before we bring Steve on, if you guys don't have anything else, I have one more thing. One uh, you know, Cash and we're big supporters. They we've had Chelsea on the show. Uh, we have a rod to give away once we someday finally put this giveaway together. Um, their customer service event or, or customer appreciation day is coming up on December second. It's from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, free barbecue lunch. Uh, the benefits of Baptist Children's Home in North Carolina. So they come up. Uh, I never knew something like this existed. If you're anywhere close and you can come meet these kids and the people that run that, like it is truly incredible what they do. Um, they take kids from troubled homes and they basically live in the woods primitively uh, for up to three or four years. They, they build their own. The only thing they provide is housing, but they have to cut firewood. They teach them how to fish. They teach them how to do all this stuff. Uh, and they also get some fellowship and stuff and, you know, learn from the Bible, um, all of that. If that's not your thing, that's okay. But, you know, that's that's what they do. Um, but it's really cool what they're doing to help these kids coming from those questionable uh, backgrounds. Uh, there's going to be factory tours. They have a face painter there. Bring your kids. Um, be some uh, deals on rods and stuff. So if you're anywhere near Sanford, North Carolina, uh, December 2nd at Cash and HQ, make sure you come check that out. Well, one, and, oh, go ahead, Ben. I was going to say one last thing before we bring on Dylan and Steven here from Hobie Eyewear is uh, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This I know we recorded a week early, but this is either dropping on Thanksgiving or, or, or we might get it out. The, uh, you might be listening the day before, but hopefully uh, you got your turkey, turned off some football. 
you're about to take a nap, you flip us on, it's okay, we get it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And uh, keep that deep fryer away from the house. So, you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. But speaking of the cash and appreciation, uh, the customer appreciation, this is how this happened, right? Yes. And and so we got Dylan here in studio okay. and we got Steven online. And so uh, let's go ahead and bring him in. How's it going, guys? Hey, what's going what's on, going Steven? On? How are you? Good, good. Thanks for having us on. We really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. We were just talking about that, you know, cash and customer appreciation day. We did the the kayak uh, masterclass yes. and uh, we were there as a, I don't even know what we were. We were just there to hang out, I guess. Uh, we brought some product, uh, some apparel and stuff like that. And uh, we got the opportunity to speak, but we also got the opportunity to meet Dylan. Uh, you weren't there, unfortunately, but we got you in the, uh, we got you on the show and we're really happy to have you guys here. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thanks for having us. Mm -hmm. So if you two just want to introduce yourselves real quick and kind of let folks know uh, your role. Yeah, absolutely. My name is uh, Dylan Coates. I'm the marketing manager for Hobie Eyewear. Um, Steve Vaughn here is our head of uh, product design. Um, but yeah, you know, like you said, we met at the Cashin event. Um, that was a great event, Kayak Masterclass. We had a lot of our um, pro staff there, Jody Queen, Corey Dreyer, uh, Matt Ball. So uh, great event and, you know, Glad we were able to connect from it. Yeah, absolutely. Send it, Steven. Send it, Steve. He kind of stole your thunder. Let's hear <laughs> yeah, it. A little bit. I stepped on his toes uh, just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so uh, my name is Steven Vaughn. I've uh, been uh, with Hobie for 16 years now, this past October. And uh, yeah, I'm product development manager as well as, I would like to say an avid fisherman. I'm more a weekend fisherman. And lately with the time change, I've been trying to squeeze in uh, a couple of casks um before the sun sets after work but um i don't get out nearly as much as i'd like to but i've been fishing all my life for sure yeah usually if you get involved in any way shape or form in the industry then you don't get to fish anymore so we totally, exactly. we totally i i 100 understand that <laughs> so ben lives on a lake he doesn't ever fish uh it was funny i i, I just talked to uh pete before we jumped on the show i was like you know because I just dropped my deer head off at the uh, at the taxidermist. I was like, we should start a taxidermist company. And he goes, no. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know what? You got to work through the best part of the hunting season. So I totally get it, man. So if you guys could break it down for us, like, you know, a lot of people know Hobie, right? A lot of people know Hobie for what? Well, so Hobie started in the 1950s as a yep. surfboard brand. And then they transitioned into sailing with the Hobie catamarans. And then today they're most well known for their kayaks. Right. So yeah. um, pretty much anyone you talk to in fishing knows them as a kayak brand. Right. Um, we've actually been making eyewear since 1982. That's really? when Hobie eyewear started. It started as Hobie polarized, um, making premium polarized sunglasses. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we, we make a really great product. You know, we kind of follow the footsteps of Hobie. You know, they're known for innovation. We like to take that same inspiration and incorporate it into the way we make products. So uh, we'll, we'll be going through a lot of different lens technologies and, and frame technologies and different products that we have um, to kind of showcase that. But um, yeah, we're, we're committed to finding those problems and challenges you face on the water and coming up with solutions um, for eyewear so that you can enjoy your time and perform better while you're out there. Um, and aside from that, you know, we have a really great price point, you know, for a premium, premium pair of sunglasses, you're getting it for 110 or less. Mm, so, yeah. Lifetime warranty, incredible customer service. So the value is there. Um, the performance is there. And it's just a really great product that you're really going to enjoy. And it's really going to help you, you know, catch more fish at the end of the day. Yeah. And lose less tackle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Steven, how did you get in the game 
You said 12 years now, is 16, that correct? 16, 16. 16 years. As long yeah. as I've been married. How did you get in the game? How did I get in the game? Well, it's kind of funny. I, I had a 19-year airline career before coming over to Hobie. Uh, I, um, I worked for Lufthansa Airlines and did a bunch of stuff there. But um, I, uh, no, I, I, I had a friend who was in the industry, um, had an opportunity to make the jump from one industry to another. And as soon as I got there, I was really enamored with the product and like the development of product and what goes into it. And I got pulled into that. And then it's just been a great career since then. So it's, it's really been the best part of my professional life by far. Because awesome. I really get to marry things that I love doing with product that I can then use doing those things. So it's really exciting. So your, your product development, are you specifically just in eyewear or do you get involved in, in all product development across Toby? Uh, no, specifically eyewear. Okay, cool. Um, are you wearing Hobie right now? Yes, I am. <laughs> we're gonna get it. We're gonna get into that a little bit later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know. I, I I'm excited. I know Chelsea ordered a pair. Uh, yes. We got to get them sent off to get the the prescription lenses, but that's really cool. So I'm looking forward to talking about that tech when we get there. But I actually didn't know. I knew Hobie did surfboards and I knew that they did kayaks. I had no idea they did catamarans no, and I did not until either. I can't remember what lake we were fishing, but a Hobie catamaran came by us like an old, they had restored it. Oh yeah. And oh, it was that, a they beautiful were like boat. all the rage in the seventies. It was a beautiful <laughs> boat. And I was like, Hobie, I was like, they just yeah. put a sticker on there. <laughs> and then, so I Googled it and it came up and I was like, man, that was really cool. I had no idea that, yep. that they had done that. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of, it's kind of cool to see the, uh, the evolution, um, you said eyewear since the early '80s. Has it always been fishing? Have you been? Did they more cater to the surfing? Because I really, until I met Corey and Jody and them, and then seeing Hank Cherry and a few other guys at that level start wearing them, I really didn't know. Even going to shows and stuff that Hobie had, you know that that high quality performance polarized glasses. So how, has that been a focus in fishing over the last several years? Or has it always kind of been there. Um, I mean, so, it's, it's always been there. Um, we've kind of moved more towards it in the last few years. Um, just cause we see that as our biggest area of opportunity, but, um, I mean, we make great eyewear for all water sports or even, you know, if you're just going to the beach or casually enjoying being around the water, um, all of our sunglasses are polarized, which is essential for cutting out the glare when you're by the water. Um, we've for a very long time been, uh, partners with United States Life Saving Association. So mm -hmm. lifeguards across the nation, you know, we go to their national event every year, um, so, like I said, something for everyone. We span across all water sports categories, but um, you know, in recent years, we've kind of curtailed our product design around fishing and had a little bit more of a focus there. And um, you know, we've partnered with some great pro staff, like you mentioned, Hank Cherry, Carl Jockinson, um, and those guys have just been blown away by, by what we have to offer. And um, you know, it we're just kind of, you know, now saying, Hey, this, this really is one of the better pairs of fishing sunglasses out there. And it's, it's definitely something worth checking out. Steven, did you have something? Yeah, no, I was going to say, um, so the, the Hobie name comes from Hobie Alter, who was the founder of Hobie, uh, shaping surfboards and everything back in the fifties and his son, Hobie Alter Jr. Uh, in the early eighties, he was the one who really pioneered bringing, polarized lenses to the mass market. And um, I, I think it was more maybe military or, or higher end in, in development back in, until then. And he really brought polarization to the, to the masses uh, back in the 80s. And so, um, like Dylan said, um, it fell in line with everything else they do, which is that had to be 
top-notch, innovative. It had to be purpose-built. Um, and, and the idea with our eyewear is that it should always, um, in those cases where it's a performance type of style or lenses, it should enhance the experience. It should make you better at what you do. And then we also still have a lot of lifestyle glasses, mm -hmm. um, which I have one or two here today that we'll look at, but, um, but we have something for everyone. So we cater the lifeguards, the person out on the sailboat, the person, um, you know, not while they're surfing, but when they're off the water. And, uh, and today we're here to talk about what we're doing for the fishermen. That's awesome. You know, I don't know who Carl Jockinson and, and Hank Carey are. <laughs> Just kidding. But I do know this. And you're talking about polarizing. What was really polarizing in the early 90s was this show called Baywatch. Were they wearing Hobie eyewear? Was Pamela Anderson wearing Hobie eyewear? To get on the piggyback on that, I did not know there was a National Lifeguard Convention, but immediately I wanted to go. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny you say that because there is a character named Hobie on Baywatch. Really? Uh, yes. And I've actually been told um, that a good friend of the Hobie family... Um, David Hasselhoff's character was based off of him. Oh, in don't hassle so, with a Hoff, dude. So there, there are some, <laughs> there are definitely some Baywatch tie-ins there for sure. All right, cool. You need to check Hobie eyewear out, everybody, because uh, I'm gonna after this. Go ahead, Pete. No, that's um, it's kind of it's kind of crazy that it, that there's that Hobie's in so much, but it makes sense, you know, especially especially hearing that piece about kind of being the first one to bring polarization to the masses. Cause I'm sure like so many technologies that we eventually get, it was probably a military deal or pot, you know, our pilots or somebody along those lines. Um, you know, our, our, our Navy, somebody was wearing it. Uh, and then they said, this would be really useful for other folks. And yeah, so I, I'd like the history to, there is cool. I'd like to hear a little bit of a, uh, you know, more about that story because as fishermen, we all know the importance of polarized sunglasses. That's mm -hmm. what we're always looking for. You cut down the glare. We can see in the water, especially when we're bed fishing. Um, I'm sure we've all seen the importance of it with guys who don't have that, and they just they just troll right over the beds and you're missing opportunities. So what is it about the polarized sunglasses? What's, what's the technology behind it? And then how was that brought to mass market back in the 80s? Uh, and why, like, why wasn't it done before if it's such a benefit? Yeah, I think it was still kind of early on. I mean, he uh, I, I, I wish I could tell you the exact story, but I believe he looked into the technology, found out where to source it from, and then worked together with frame and lens providers and designed the glasses himself. I, I used to be in meetings with him where he was so particular about the copper that we use and the gray lens that we use. And, and anytime we wanted to make any deviation, it, it, it had to run through him. He really... He really owned that product and really owned that innovation. Uh, and it, it was great working with him the, during the time that I did. Um, but then um, in terms of the importance of polarization, you know, a lot of people don't, and a lot of fishermen, maybe, unfortunately, maybe a bunch who are listening, but that's maybe good while we're here, is um, don't really recognize how important polarized is. They just get whatever sunglasses, or if they get polarized, they get something at the gas station. Mm -hmm. And polarized, yes, quality, no. Um, and the, the key thing about polarization, and, and let me just back up a little bit, because sometimes people confuse UV protection mm -hmm. and polarization. Yeah. So UV is ultraviolet light protection. And ultraviolet light is all the light that comes from the sun, you get hit with UV rays. And all sunglasses, ours, but all, all sunglasses, 
by law have to protect 100% against UV. The reason being is when you put sunglasses on and your pupils now get bigger because they've been tricked into thinking that it's darker, you would then be allowing UV rays to harm you even more. Mm, so yeah. if, if, if sunglass lenses didn't have UV filters in them, you'd basically harm your eyes by putting sunglasses on. So that's why that's, that's something, um, if, if anyone ever asks or if they say, oh, does it protect against UV? All sunglasses do. Um, it's the quality and clarity of lenses that differentiates um, opening price point product versus something premium like our Hobies, the quality of our polarization. And as we'll get into the lens tints in a little bit, that too. So polarization for people who don't realize how it works is most sunlight is scattered. Light waves are coming from all different directions and all that. But when, when sunlight reflects off a surface, it gets organized into waves kind of like this. So um, what happens is that becomes very intense. So it bounces off the water and then it comes at your eyes kind of literally like vertical waves like this. And to the point where if you ever want to test it and, and the way the polarization filter works is it's almost like mini blinds. So imagine it's like this. The light waves are coming this way and polarization film blocks those those light waves. Okay. So it blocks out the polarization. It tints the rest of the light. And in the case of contrast enhancing lenses, it lets certain colors in versus others. But if you actually take a pair of polarized glasses outside, find like a reflective surface, look towards it. It could be the water, it could be a shine off a table or or even the road. And if you take a pair of glasses and turn it sideways, you'll see the glare appear. And then when you turn it back this way, the glare disappears. And that's literally like if you took mini blinds and turn them sideways and then the light waves could get through. But because they're moving this way, they get blocked normally. It's a bit of a layman's way of explaining it. I'm sure someone would would take me uh, take me to task on that. But it is generally speaking how polarization works. And uh, and that's how you get that's a kind of a little inside trick. Uh for, for those of you, if, if someone says, oh, are these polarized or not, take them, turn them sideways if glare appears and then disappears when you turn it that way, that's a polarized lens. Hmm. I uh, I really want you to read me a bedtime story right now. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, you know, that stuff is super fascinating because like so many people just want it, but they don't want to understand it. And I think it's important for people to understand like how important, like, you know, our partners at, at Carolina Waters, how important UPF, right? You that protection is from the sun. The same goes like I'm from the North, right? So like you would get a lot of people that would get retina burns from, from the snow and yep. the ice and stuff like that. They don't understand like as important as your skin is, as so is your eyes. Like the last thing I want to do is, is burn my eyes out. And and so that's really important to break it down and say, here's the science behind it. Yeah. You did it in layman's terms, but still I was trying to keep up. And uh, you know, so for anyone listening or watching this, like, you know, a good quality pair of sunglasses, just like a good quality, you know, uh, UV protected, like apparel is very important for you to really, I don't know, expand your lifetime. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's, it's certainly very important. I mean, we're talking about how it benefits fishing. Honestly, anytime you're outside and the sun is out, you should be wearing sunglasses. Sure. And that's, that's to prevent macular degeneration. That's pretend, prevent against eye fatigue. If you're out on the water all day, mm. you don't want eye fatigue. I mean, you can only fish towards what you can see mm -hmm. and you can only drive your boat towards what you can see. So like your eyesight is like your most important sense in that respect and, and generally every day. And um, so why, why risk it? And um, yeah. I def you definitely notice it from like, 
when you're a high school or college kid and you are just buying those polarized gas station sunglasses and you fish an entire day and then you wonder why your head's killing you and you have this terrible <laughs> yeah. headache and and the same could be said if you do a lot of like if you do a lot of hunting or anything out west where you spend a lot of time in binoculars or a spotting scope like if you don't have quality glass or quality lenses it really does add to that fatigue on your eyes and i and we're all we're all we've all done it like don't put our sunglasses on because yeah the sun's out but it's not super bright like i can see so i'm going to keep them off yeah um, but we're really only hurting ourselves so now the polarization is i don't know if, if this is a trade secret or not so you don't have to answer if it is but is that like a coating on the lens or is that a layer in the lens or how do, how exactly do they get that into yeah. the lens so it's, it's a film that's okay. applied between the layers of the lens okay yeah i never i never knew because I, I believe i've seen i've seen somebody advertised that it was like a polarized coating. And I was like, I, I think that's probably it, cheap. And, and I'm going to ask maybe I may be off base, but I think this is a technical question. So is that, is that film because, because those light waves reflect off and now they've organized it's, is it blocking out some of those, um, those frequencies of those waves? Like, is it, is that what yeah, is exactly it? So because, because polarized film is horizontal and polarized light waves are kind of vertical like this, that's how it's blocking it out. And that's the reason I was saying to see if a lens is polarized, if you turn it and then suddenly the light waves can go through, you would see that reflection. I'm not sure if I understood your question correctly. No, I, I think that's right because then you can still see because the other light is a different wavelength and that's why it gets through. So, so what, whatever yeah. you're using. So like I said, ambient light kind of like the light waves are going from all different angles. So the polarization, the polarized film is blocking particularly the light that's organized itself. Okay. Uh, as glare does. So it's just the glare essentially that it's, yeah. it's blocking out, which is why it helps you see in the water. And if you put those stupid polarized screen protectors on your graph, you can't see them when the sun hits them. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> and then the tint itself darkens or reduces the amount of uh, what they call it visual light transmission. It, it, lowers the percentage of light that's allowed to come into the lens. And when we get into the different lenses, there's what a gray lens does versus what a copper lens does. So that's that's the reason for different lens tints. Yeah, I'd, I've just started messing with different lens colors. So uh, I'm definitely interested to learn more about that. But what, so I'm sure everybody's, you know, every a lot of folks have used Costa or, you know, I, until I met Dylan and, and got me a pair of Hobie, I was using I'd switched from Costa to Waterland, um, and then I've been wearing the Hobies when it hasn't been raining and cloudy and miserable when I'm on the water. <laughs> um, so what what is what separates your lenses uh, from from the other premium glass? Other than obviously the price point, which is wonderful compared to some of the others. Yeah. Right? But what what would you say is your edge as far as the lenses go that that are different from some of your competitors? Um, well, the price point is a big one. Um, there, there's a lot of similarities with a lot of the brands, the different lens technologies and, and what they're able to do. Um, we have excellent, fantastic coatings on our lenses, um, both on the front and the back on all of our performance lenses. So it, that reduces um, oil and water. It lets it bead off. Or if you have to wipe it down, it doesn't smear and smudge around. It allows mm -hmm. you to clean the That's lens. That's the worst. A lot easier. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, we really feel like we have the best formulations out there in terms of the, the tints and what those tints will do for you in different circumstances. Uh, you mentioned a second ago about wearing your sunglasses when it's not cloudy, but mm -hmm. I'm going to show you a lens later on that you should wear when it's cloudy. So 
uh, we're, we're really excited and, and proud of the uh, work we've put into our lens technology and our lens tints and the offering that we have for the angler. Do, do you all have um, different lens materials? So like uh, some of the other brands have glass and I don't know, it's some glass type or of polycarbonate. polycarbon and like, if, yep. if, and if you do yeah, like, yeah. what is the difference between those besides just the price point, right? It, uh, you obviously you're yep. paying for, you know, you're paying for something if you're, you're going up for glass and also like what's the qualitative difference in, in, and for us as fishermen, like what does that mean for us on the water or, or actually probably, you know, any sport, but yeah. So that, that's an easy one to go through, but actually leading into that. So let's go back to the gas station sunglasses for a second, the real cheap sunglasses. And these are glasses that maybe from $50, maybe a little bit lower down from there. If they have a polarized lens, most likely it's not polycarbonate. It's a cheaper material called TAC or triacetate. Okay. Now that's a super thin material. It's like one millimeter. It doesn't have great optics. And if you take a, you know, a lure to the eye, I'd much rather have polycarbonate than, than uh, a triacetate lens between that lure and my eye. So um, it's, it's, Simple. I mean, if you were to look at a, a lens uh, at a glass and pop the lens out, and look at it, and if you can bend it like it's like it's pretty springy, that's that's a cheap one millimeter triacetate lens. Okay. So that's something you don't want to use. So we don't use that at all in our Hobie products. Now, what we do offer is, and the bulk of our collection is polycarbonate. Um, polycarbonate. So I'm going to give you the pros and cons of polycarbonate, and then it's almost the reverse when it comes to glass lenses. Um, Polycarbonate is impact resistant, it's lighter, it's less expensive. Those are the upsides. Mm -hmm. The downsides are, and I wouldn't call this first one a downside, but relative to glass, the optics aren't quite at the level of glass, but modern day polycarbonate lenses are, are rather good. And really, what, really good. And what do you mean by optics? The clarity. Okay. Like okay. The, 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 uh, the definition and the clarity. And... Um, they can get scratched on like a glass lens. Um, but so if you reverse that now, a glass lens is more expensive, not impact resistant, because if you take a lure to the eye, that thing's going to shatter on you. Um, or if you drop it, which happens a lot. Um, the the price is more, I'm sorry, uh, uh, price is more expensive. Oh, and it's heavier. That was the third mm -hmm. one. So more expensive, not impact resistant, and it's heavier. But reverse it from the pros and cons of polycarbonate it does have superior uh, optics or clarity and um it's scratch resistant you can take a, a key to for a quality glass lens you could take a key to it it won't scratch so we have some glass skews out there um but the demand for it hasn't been that high we've seen over the years a big change there um it's something we're still constantly looking into and and there is uh, so the, some requests for it do come up, but it just hasn't proven to be a big part of our sales or our collection. Um, so what we do is we're focused on the, um, the best possible polycarbonate lenses that we can offer. That keeps us in that sub $110 price point. Um, and also tied into all of this is that Hobie over the last few years has grown more and more in the floating sunglass arena mm -hmm. oh. and 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 uh i'm we're we're really proud about that not because we're the only ones doing it there's a few others out there but we're doing it with glasses that look like regular glasses yep. we've yeah. seen 
floating glasses that look a little absurd. Some of them look like fit overs <laughs> or they have wonky temple designs or overly thick because they have big foam pads in there. Um, a lot of our glasses, including some of the ones I'm going to show today on the screen and maybe Dylan has there too, um, you wouldn't know it until you drop it in the water and you're pleasantly surprised that you didn't just lose a pair of glasses. So that's another reason to use plastic versus glass lenses. And on those particular glasses, we actually use nylon, which is a more buoyant lens material. Um, Polycarbon is a little bit more preferred normally, but uh, nylon is also fantastic, but it's also necessary for what, for our floating glasses. So, I mean, unless you guys got something, I wanted to dive right into the lenses because, I, you know, a huge majority of anglers there, you know, they, they want to know what the best lens is for the certain, for a certain situation, right? So you guys have a multitude of variety of lenses. So let's dive into some of the lenses that you guys have and what your recommended um, applications are for each one of those lenses. Yep. As Dylan referred to it today, he called them the big five. The big five. We're talking about big what five. kind of lenses were we going to show today. And we have other lenses. They're more aesthetic. They're more lifestyle and so on. But the big five for fishing. So let me preface everything I'm going to say from this point by saying this. Everything at the end of the day comes down to personal preference, right? What I'll go through is kind of the conventional wisdom or what typically um, over time has been become known as the best lens for this situation, that situation. I mean, you guys know it with, um, first of all, confidence is key in fishing. Mm -hmm. So use what makes you feel better at what you're doing. You know, some people like a copper lens, some people like a gray, some people like green mirror, some people like blue. For the same reason that a crankbait rod, you might use it for something slightly different because you just like the way that rod feels with this particular lure. And you might, you know, so like not everyone uses every single rod the same way or even the same rods in general or reels and so on. So the best thing to do is find out what works best for you by trying them on where you can, you know, go to a tackle shop or a participating retailer, try them on. We'd love for you to try a lot of our different glasses by buying them and, and experiencing the different lenses. And hopefully today will help you make that decision. Sure. Um, but, you know, uh, just take it for what it is. Um, these are really good recommendations for how we would recommend using the lenses. But it, for, for everyone, it's a personal preference at the end of the day. And that will also go for frames and the type of frames, full wrap frames and our more flatter lifestyle frames. I've seen people fish in, in everything. <laughs> so it's really uh, surprising what some people wear out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what, if, 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 if you're catching and, and maybe it's superstition or maybe it's just, you know, reality, your own reality, if, if it's what works, it's what works. And no one's going to argue with that when you're pulling in uh, a lunker. Right. That's right. That's right. Speaking of superstition, before we go on, I'm offering a hundred dollar reward to anybody who can figure out who put the banana in my boat at Lake Norman and, <laughs> and totally messed me up. So uh, sidetrack there. I mean, I know, but I'm not going to say you don't get the reward. You two are exempt because that, that, that banana is not going to hurt your eyes, but you know what UV will. And That's so right. let's dive into those lenses. What you got? All right. So let's start with our gray base lenses. So the most typical type of lens, and I hope this, this is going to work a little bit. Yeah, it works perfect. All right, so the most typical type of lens color, the most common color, is a basic gray lens, right? Um, actually, our, and, and 
gray in general is is common. Ours actually has a slight bluish greenish hue to it, which makes it a more pleasant gray lens to wear. But a gray lens in general is what they call like a natural or a neutral tint lens. And basically what that does is it takes all of the um, waves of the light spectrum. So if you remember from science class, Roy G. Biv, so you have the whole from like indigo to, to um, green, I guess, I don't remember, to red, um, uh, red to violet. So it takes all of those light waves and it dims them all evenly. So when you wear a gray lens, it just makes everything slightly darker. Okay. Now that's not bad. I'm not saying that in a bad way, but it doesn't do anything from a contrast enhancing point of view, but it reduces eye fatigue. It makes everything a little darker. It, the polarization film takes out the, uh, the, the glare and it helps you see better into the water. It helps you wear them throughout the day and, and give your eyes some relief and so on. A, the other option, same gray base lens, but with our cobalt mirror is this one right here. Okay. A little hard to see with the computer screen washing out the lens, but it's a beautiful <laughs> cobalt blue mirror. And this one also has a gray base. And so a lot of fishermen will wear, wear, wear that as well. So where you typically see gray worn, gray can be worn in any situation. Um, you tend to see saltwater fishermen opt a little bit more for the, the gray base with the blue cobalt mirror. Um, it does block out. So anytime you're seeing a reflection in, towards you or like a color, that means it's reflecting those lights away. So it's taking the blue light and pushing it back away from the lens. And so a lot of, a lot of anglers will feel more comfortable like when you you're out in the open in the open water and just getting blasted by sun all day with no shade and no clouds on a given day. Uh, they like to opt for that cobalt because the gray mirror is a little lenses a little darker and then the cobalt blocks off uh, blocks a little bit more off. Um, then we have our copper family. So we have our, our copper lens, which this one also differs a little bit from some of the other ones. It's a little bit more of like a pinkish copper. Again, this dates back to Hobie Alter Jr. Um, figuring out what the perfect copper was and, and us continuing that um, all these years later. And um, copper is a contrast enhancing lens. So anytime you're looking through a lens where the tint is something other than um, gray, it, the reason things will look like brownish or pinkish or yellowish when I show you the, our, our, another lens later is because it's letting certain light waves in or certain um, colors in the spectrum through more than others. So um, copper is known as a great freshwater fishing lens because unlike saltwater, which for the most part, unless you're in the inner bays or when you're in the shallows, you're not really looking for structure. You're not sight fishing quite as much unless you're down in the flats in like the Bahamas or something, but like in the Northeast, you're not sight fishing. You're not even seeing into the water much and all that. It's just more about the glare and all that stuff throughout the day. But freshwater fishing, there's a little more sight fishing. You're looking for structure. You're looking for rocks. You're fishing constantly in water that's maybe, you know, six feet deep. And that's where the copper comes in great. And that makes certain things pop a little bit more. Um, I also do a, a bit of fly fishing. And literally on a brown trout that has the speckled colors on mm -hmm. the top of them, it can actually help you see them because there's a lot of times where I'll be at streams where you're casting to a fish that you're looking at 
but sometimes you don't see it, but you put a, a copper lens on and now suddenly you're seeing those little red dots on the top of a uh, huh. mm. uh, ground trout. And it just, just that extra little bit, you know, every, again, whether you're talking about lures, rods or reels, and that you and an angler will kill for that extra little bit of advantage. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's, that's the copper lens. And then my particular favorite is the copper with the sea green. Um, you know, the mirrors, they, they function a little bit, but they're also aesthetics. I just like the look of it. I just think yeah. that green mirror is, is beautiful looking and it's got that same copper um, performance um, going on behind it. And um, it does, you know, maybe block off a little extra light, but I, I could wear that copper with a sea green mirror all day, um, except for early in the day and late at night, which brings me to our Sightmaster lens. So, and, and I'm going to turn this one around because it's a little hard to see, but so first of all, the tint of it is like this yellowish color. It's a little hard to see, but it's a nice, comfortable yellow color. It's not something you'd want to wear in the middle of the day typically because it'll actually brighten things up and it's kind of the opposite of what you're trying to do sometimes when you put sunglasses on. But the thing is, as the day gets later or early in the morning or on a cloudy day, one of you had mentioned, um, the you still want that polarization advantage. So even though you might otherwise intuitively say, well, what do I need sunglasses for right now? I wear these things sometimes until to the point where I've pulled them off and I didn't realize how dark it had gotten. (laughs) brightened everything up, but it just let me see into the water just a little bit longer and a little bit earlier in the day or on a very cloudy day when I would otherwise be like, why would I wear sunglasses right now? So, um, but the cool thing is a, a lot of, some brands have just like a yellow lens and some people say, well, it looks kind of weird. You see my eyes. It looks like a, like a shooting lens and it doesn't look like something I should be wearing fishing, but we put this really cool, like goldish flash mirror on it. And it just, it just gives it like a really cool look. Um, but the thing performs really well. So like in my arsenal, I, I mean, I'm in the industry, so I have every lens, but, uh, but what my go-tos are are basically the copper with the sea green for bass fishing or trout fishing and the, the Sightmaster Plus with the uh, gold mirror. Um, the funny thing about the uh, copper is, and, and it's another thing we see a lot with people, is when they first put it on, especially outside, they go, wow. Because it, it in a weird way, it, it seems to brighten things up because it makes everything, I don't know, it's a contrast or something. But it's also soothing at the same time. And so a lot of people, you know, you put on a gray lens, people are used to how a gray lens feels. It just makes everything darker. But a copper lens is like suddenly different colors are popping and it seems brighter, but like your eyes are so are more comfortable. It's it's a truly cool experience to try to try on our copper lens for the first time or or a copper with a sea green mirror. Yeah, the, so, I have another uh, it was another brand that I had I had copper lens and it was the first time I ever worn it and it was like I always said it's like watching HD TV yep. like it makes the colors yeah. and everything pop so yeah, much I, more no, vibrant yeah you reminded me I've actually used that 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 exact uh, uh, comparison it's like HD yeah you, you you put on a good copper lens and then everything just pops it's like Catch them in 4K. That's right. So, <laughs> so you know, you talked about, uh, you know, competitors. They want to get that that edge any way they can, whether or not that's, you know, on the water. Um, but 
before we, because I know you're wearing some right now, and 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 I definitely want to mm-hmm. talk about that. Uh, as far as the uh, your guys's expansion into different markets, do you offer anything for uh, for hunting? Because I know that back in the day they used to, you know, make those like camouflage lenses, and they, you know, they don't want any reflection or anything like that. Um, and then even like competitive snowboarding and stuff like that. Are you guys into the goggle industry? Um, so if you if you can expand on any of that, either Stephen or Dylan. Yeah, at, at the moment, no. Um, it's mainly because Hobie is a more of a water sport okay. based brand. Um, so if you go on our website, you'll see everything from, you know, surfing to stand up paddle boarding to kayaking, catamarans, um, pet pedal boards, um, and, and even some of the accessories or things you'll see someone using along the beach in, in like, you know, uh, uh, Huntington beach or something like that, like skateboards and things like that. Yeah. Um, so the brand is not in these areas. So it's very difficult as an accessory to lead in an area or, or enter an area where the brand is otherwise not there. Yeah. Um, if Hobie suddenly was making snowboards, then goggles would be a, a, the next logical yeah. thing yeah. for us to add. So, and the last question I have it, you know, in the efficient industry right now or in the, in the water sport industry, well, really in the world, you know, drones are a huge deal. Um, you know, there's a lot of drones being flown over competitive tournaments and, and everywhere. Uh, your recommendation, if you were on the back of a boat flying a drone, what would your ideal frame or, um, lens be, uh, in the, in the event you need to see your drone? I know most of them are off, you know, on the, on the screen and stuff like that, but what would you recommend? I got to say, that's the first time we've been asked that question. Yeah. <laughs> You're <laughs> yeah. welcome. Yeah. I wasn't sure where we were going with that one. <laughs> yeah. I want to see, because I'm always trying to see drones when I go overseas and I want the best eyewear, <laughs> right? When I go down. <laughs> Trace thinking we get some I need to what see hobies this. do I need? <laughs> what hobies do I need to take to the middle of the sand? <laughs> so it's funny because part of me says go with the gray with the cobalt mirror okay because you might find yourself looking up or near or close to the sun obviously never look directly at it but you might find yourself looking in that general direction a little bit more than looking out at the water so you'd think okay go with the darkest lens with the mirror on it and all that then part of me is thinking contrast enhancing because i know you can get that what they call open field myopia where a little object on a blue background like a just a solid background can be very hard to spot so then part of me is thinking well maybe you should go with the <laughs> copper because it's contrast enhancing and maybe it pops a little bit more especially when the little lights going on yeah on the, uh, the little na- navigation lights going on on it so i i i really don't know i i would say try see? the cobalt error you get two to, to try out to sum so, up so, steve's answer you have to buy every single lens yeah i mean you know and i'm even thinking of outdoors people such as like bird watchers and nature photographers and stuff like that you know like having a good good pair of lens uh to to identify wildlife and things like that you know you're out there for hours trying to get that one photo you know um, so that, that's really important. So I know I, I went off on a little tangent oh. there, but like, there's so much that goes into that. I never even thought about. It's like, just give me the most and best ballistic eyewear I can have. So I don't take something through the face, right. Or the eye. Um, but there's so much more than that. Like identifying, you know, the three things that catch a human's eye, light motion and edges, right. Give me the lens. that's going to 
make me the most effective at seeing light, motion, and edges while at the same time protecting my eyes from whatever that may be, which is obviously UV. Yeah. So no, I think I think it's a good question, Trey, because you know, we talk about other ways folks can get involved in, in the outdoor industry and fishing, hunting, whatever that is. Uh, and and we'll get we'll get Dylan to talk about it once we go through some other lenses. But content creation is a huge part That's of that. Right. And people are flying drones. They're using cameras. They're you know they're doing those things where you have screens and you need to be able to see them. Uh, so I think it's a super relevant question, especially for our younger listeners who we continue to preach to and talk about how important it is to to do that stuff to to market yourself to potential sponsors or partners. Um, I think it's a great question. It's not something I would have thought of. It was yeah. definitely a little off the. You're, I was I'm, like, I don't know where he's going. You're with 100% question, welcome. I, I think welcome. I think it was definitely a great question. Now they have something to think about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we, we somewhat are going to be able to show you a solution to the which lens do I use problem towards towards the end of this. So awesome. uh, I, I'll, I'll definitely have some uh, some things for you to, to think about. For okay. Sure. Just before we get into that we know we've talked about really high quality polarized lenses at a great price point and how important it is to protect your eyes it's also super important to protect your skin so make sure you head over to carolina waters nc.com check out their upf wear hats um they've got some beanies coming they've got uh, a sweet hoodie coming that i already like pre-ordered like four of um <laughs> because that's just what i need uh you know, great partners of ours. Use the code the one cast to save ten percent at checkout. Uh, get you some UPF gear to wear while you're out there fishing, and then get some Hobie eyewear to protect your eyes while you're out there fishing. We're gonna keep talking to these guys about uh, the different lens technology and stuff, but um, we've kind of gone through the you know the major lenses for for fishing. And um, what what else? What's the question I'm trying to ask here? Like. I don't want to jump straight to, I know you have some cool, like the glasses you're wearing and they do some cool stuff. I don't know if you're ready to get into that yet or not. Um, yeah. But I also want to talk to you, have you speak a little bit to the marketing side of things. Cause we do have a lot of young aspiring anglers and folks that are looking for potential opportunities to partner with companies. You know, what from a marketing standpoint are you looking for? If you're looking for somebody to, to bring on as a partner or as an ambassador or something like that. Yeah, no, I think you nailed it. Content creation, you know, um, the reason Steve and I are here right now, just to educate people on the product and its features and benefits. Um, you know, there's a lot of passionate people in fishing that are involved um, that are gear junkies. They love what they use. Uh, they're always interested in learning more about other gear. Um, so really finding that passion in the products that you do use and creating content around that where you can educate people on those features and benefits. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so don't just send random emails to, uh, <laughs> to Dylan asking for money because that, <laughs> and never using the product because we all know that doesn't work. And we keep telling you don't do that, but it still happens. Yeah, um, no, I, I get plenty of those. So, <laughs> well, um, yeah, yeah and, I, and I'm just quality over quantity, you know, like yeah. really finding your niche, finding what works for you. You know, if you are someone with a personality, incorporating that and weaving it into the content you create. Um, that we, with our floating collection, you know, you have the ability to have a lot of fun creating content with, with that product. So, uh, you know, if you haven't lost a pair of glasses or you haven't spent enough time on the water, mm -hmm. so, um, yeah. we, we had a brand ambassador <laughs> not too long ago. He sent us a video where he actually threw the glasses as far as he could into the water, um, cast, hooked them on his line and reeled them back in. And I was yeah. like, you know, that's kind of a goofy thing, but 
I was entertained the whole time, and that was a great piece of content yeah, right there. Absolutely. So, like I said, something you can have a lot of fun with with that product. I've yeah. been wanting to throw the pair I got at Cash and I lost in mine. the water, and even though I know they float, I have to get past that mental <laughs> that mental block <laughs> you, where it's like you gotta just glass water just bad. Send it, dude. Just full. I'm send going it. to now. Why don't you do it in a bathtub first? Nah, you know, but you know what? You bring up a good point, Dylan. Like you know, content creation, looking for people that are going to promote the product in a manner that, you know, align with the Hobie values and, and things like that. Uh, that's an important message to send to everybody is, you know, you got to bring value to a company yep. and, and don't expect it to be a one way street. Like what can you do for them? And this is what they'll be able to do for you. And you got to get creative and you got to do things like that. And that's where you're going to separate yourself from the competition, right? Because everyone's competing for a piece of the pie. Yep. And that pie is only so big. So, you know, make yourself valuable to different companies like Hobie and Carolina Waters and OneCast Fishing and the OneCast, right? Make yourself valuable to us. So, <laughs> yeah, what Trey said. You're welcome. <laughs> but um, so lifestyle, you know, let's before we, I guess it's a good time to transition. It's a different, you know, different frame style. So, yeah. Um, you know, I like a wraparound frame that completely blocks light on the sides because even when I'm driving or anything, I don't. I had I bought one pair of glasses one time that didn't have that, and I, they didn't last um, <laughs> just because I don't like a bunch of stuff in my peripheral. I like that to be blocked out so I can. Did you throw uh, those in the water? No, I think they're in the center console of my truck, and they just keep getting transferred from truck to truck, but they never get worn. They're just like buried in the bottom under all the stuff that you pile in there. But um, so what? What lens styles will start specifically to fishing? Like, what do you recommend uh, for spending your time on the water? Is there is there a particular style? Yeah, so typically, you know, frames come in two different shapes, and that's six base and eight base. Um, I passed around glasses to you guys before, yep. but you can see this one has more of a flatter face. Mm -hmm. This one has more of a curved face, and that's, that's really that wraparound that you were talking about. So traditionally, that six base flatter frame is going to be more your lifestyle, like, cool going out on the town type of glass um and then that wrap is going to give you that extra protection so it's more of a performance um frame for sure okay so um yeah when you're fishing i mean you can do whatever you want i've seen plenty of people wear oh, the yeah. six base out there but uh if you really want the best results and the most protection you're going to want to wear something that curves around your face yep. um that is an eight base frame yeah awesome and are there different different sized frames um because obviously I have a giant head. Uh, Trey, Trey has got, I got a little a bit smaller head. head and yes, we have we have all different size frames for everyone, um, including our double XL style bluefin, which is probably your perfect sunglass. Yeah, I would imagine so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like big so, head! Yeah, I have, big I have head. some examples here I can show on, up on the screen. Okay. So, uh, these actually are all from our floating collection. Um, so they they achieve the. Um, the, the duo need a uh, dual need of having those wraps or features for fishermen and uh, also floating. So this is our style mojo. I like that. This yeah. is uh, this was one of our actually I think it maybe was our very first floating style. Mm -hmm. And um, this one has been lights out for us. We actually even make a uh, Hank Cherry signature collection. With oh. Hank's logo. I think he won like a classic or something. Yeah. Just two. <laughs> only, only two. Only two. <laughs> with his logo right in there. And this one comes in our Cobalt, our Sightmaster, and our Sea Green. Um, but uh, then we also have that double XL frame that Dylan was talking about. This is called Bluefin. Yeah. That's so this is just a big, I mean, I'm holding it a little further from my head, obviously, so it looks bigger. But 
Um, but this is a big double XL frame. This is really, and we had a lot of guys ask us for that. And we never really had an answer that was good enough for it. We came out with this and now people, um, including my own brother who could never wear our glasses, he's a bluefin wear. There you go. And do those he come out of the light? Like, like half a dozen from me all the time. <laughs> oh, wow. Are those, and those are floating as well? Yes. Yeah, so those and, float yeah, and pretty stuff. much yep. everything in our floating collection, you have all those different lens options okay. as well. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then this style is really cool because you were talking before about not wanting, you know, we were talking lifestyle, but then not wanting to have light coming in from the sides. So this is our style Monarch. Again, this is another one of our floating styles. And the cool thing about this one is it has, first of all, it has a retainer that pops on and off. Oh, that's super nice. easy. And then it has these side shields. But then whether it's the conditions or if you want to wear this glass off the water, you can pop it off, take that off, and, and take the, the side shields off. And now it's like a lifestyle glass. So this thing is great for wearing on the water. It does everything you want it to do. You got the side coverage. You even got a nice little retainer there. It comes in uh, all of our major um, mirrored colors. And then you can just come off, get off the boat, hop in the truck, and just click those couple of things off and you're you're in business with lifestyle pair of glasses now with these glasses are they super simple to pop the lenses out and replace them with a different uh different color lens or no well i'm really glad you asked that question because that <laughs> leads into our next product that we're about to show you let's do it yep. <laughs> uh before we jump there i'll just show you one other one quick this is our most popular floating lifestyle glass so actually the two of these are kind of funny this one's a, a, again is kind of a hybrid so I've, I've sold this glass at events at that USLA tournament, that lifeguard association tournament to people who maybe didn't want the shields, but they're like, but I really like it this way. And maybe I'll use the shields from time to time. So that has become one of our best fishing sunglasses and lifestyle glasses at the same time. And then this one coastal has been our, our top seller in terms of lifestyle floating. But with regards to lens choice and options and so on. So we have a style here called Huntington. Let me just set it up here. So this style Huntington, it's, it's a lifestyle glass, but it has a bit of curvature to it. So it's not as flat as a typical lifestyle glass, super comfortable. It's got a little bit of rubber there and it really like super comfortable temples and, and fit. It actually fits a, a, a wide variety of heads because it's got very lightweight and very pliable temples. I need that. And this style is an interchange style and it'll be a little hard to see, but there's just this little tiny lever there. You pop that lever and the lens comes right out. Oh, that's sick. And then let's see, I should have taken the other lens out because that's what I have here, but <laughs> I took the right one out and should have. Um, so then to put it back in, you just basically, I'm doing this backwards, but you pop that in like that and then it locks into place. Yep. I am doing it backwards. That's okay. Like, it, it, it's, it's easier than I just showed yeah. it right now. Cause I'm doing it facing the screen, but, uh, yeah, the, the lens just comes out and then it's easy to pop back in. That is awesome. Like that. So. When you guys were talking about before, like, well, which lens do I use? Do I use this one? Do I use that one? Um, with a pair of Huntington's, you can try them all. And the beauty is 
you're not paying for an entire extra set of pair, uh, extra pair of sunglasses if you want a cobalt and a sea green or a gray and a sightmaster. So um, with a pair of lenses and and the frame, this one comes in at 120, I think. Um, but then any extra pair of lenses are either 40 or 50 dollars. So I'm seeing I'm seeing a full. 3700 series box in Pete's boat right now. Mine's with nothing, be me. With nothing but lenses in it. <laughs> Which would be broad, got you. Well, the great thing about the Huntington's is they they also come with a all of our sunglasses come with a great hard case, as yeah. you can see right here. But the Huntington's come with a special one where it has um, a little bit more room yeah. um, for the frames and then different slots where you could put those different additional frames. Yes. So you can okay. store. So Pete no doesn't need a full tackle box. What? No, it's essentially, it's like a mini sunglass tackle what, box. What you're but. saying, because you're the sales rep, is he needs a whole tackle box full of them. Well, right? ideally, yeah. <laughs> Why does it got to be me? Trip? Because, because you Pete, buy everything. You uh, are you have a Walmart in your truck. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, that's cool, man. So, you know, one of the things that frustrates me the most about eyewear is, um, first of all, I don't like, uh, and, and I'm really glad that these glasses, like all these other ones, and I know you said there's a little bit of rubber in there, but I have another brand that I won't mention, and, it, and the rubber always breaks. It always separates or it becomes delaminate, delaminate? Delaminated. Delaminated. I'll say who it is because I have 50 pairs of my Stop. Uh, and it's so frustrating, right? Like the, the price point at the time because the discount was cool and all. But so that's frustrating. And the other thing that really frustrates me is when uh, it scratches really bad or like when it starts to like erode, like when that almost like that film the is film, coming yeah, off, yeah. right? Do these glasses are they subject to that or not? I mean, scratching, of course, but that. Like, over, yeah, over time, um, those kind of things will happen. And they'll happen for a few reasons. And some of the reasons have nothing to do with product quality. Bug spray. But everyone's, everyone's uh, skin has a and sweat has a different pH. People use different um, bug sprays or chemicals or, or sunscreens. So it, it's, you know, rubber is over time going to degrade yeah. to a certain degree. Um, but we have an extremely um, customer friendly um, warranty policy. And even in those cases where maybe, you know, cause everyone's had the dog chew up the glasses or they sat on them or, you know, broke them on their own. We also really do everything we can to help that consumer get back into a pair of Hobies without having to pay full price again. So Dylan can expand on a little bit because Dylan uh, started in our warranty department. I awesome. did, yes. Yeah, okay. I started my journey in the customer service department. And um, I can confidently say it's it's the best customer service department out there. Yeah. We have the best lifetime warranty on the market. Um, we're constantly going to events and hearing from people buying the expensive brands. Uh, oh, you know, my rubber wore off and I tried to contact me and they either did nothing for me or I couldn't even get in touch with them. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, that's not who we are. You know, sure. we, we value the customers. Uh, you know, we're, we're a small company and... Um, we really like to have that trust and feel good that we're providing a very quality product and one that we could stand behind as well. So, um, uh, you know, we, we have a million great customer service stories that we could tell you, but, um, it's, it's pretty special. And it's also reassuring when you buy a product and you do need to utilize the services, knowing that you can call someone and get a live person on the phone and they're there to help you out. I couldn't agree more, man. Uh, you know, they're by no means are we partnered with PowerPole, but I will tell you that they have one of the best customer service uh, 
agencies within their organization like they're always available um i run i run power pole in my boat and i have literally nothing bad to say about them and that's what keeps people that actually value uh an organization like yours coming back for more you know like granted they don't have to come back too much because they're not going to break in a road and stuff like that but when they do they know that they're going to be taken care of right absolutely i I can tell you for me like customer service is probably the biggest thing like if i have a negative experience i'm never going to use you again i'll make sure nobody i know does yeah Um, and that's maybe not right but um and you know i get flack all the time because i got a ton of yeti stuff Yeti, I had one issue one time. I worked construction for my full-time job. Completely my fault. I left my first Yeti cooler I ever bought sitting on the tailgate and drove off, and it fell, and a traco ran it over and completely demolished it. And I literally took a picture of it, and I was like, I'm not asking for anything, but like, I left this on a tailgate. It fell off. It got run over, whatever. They sent me a new cooler free of charge. Like, no question asked. They were like, oh, man, that sucks. We're glad you're a customer get service an address and I got, and so I'll use their stuff forever because of sure. it. Sure. You didn't um, say you need to build a better product, right? No, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, no, I don't think anything could withstand that. Yeah, I know. Right? And not only that, and when I, when I have those kind of experiences, not only did they keep me as a customer, but I'm going and telling everyone yep. else about, right. That's right. about that product and saying, get their product. Cause a, it's amazing. And B they're, they're going to take care of you if something happens. And, and it, that's, that's the biggest part. I mean, they always say it's, it, it, it takes a lot of effort to gain a customer or retain a customer, but it's easy to lose them. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, we, we work really hard to, to gain and retain our customers. And, and you could, you can tell by the quality them. of people, right? Like we know Corey really well. We know, yep. we know, um, Jody queen. I know Jody queen really well. Uh, I'm getting to know Matt better. Uh, we met Dylan. You can tell he's a good dude right off the bat. Steven, you can tell you're a great guy. Like you can tell by the quality of people when, you know, we've been blessed. I have to go to a bunch of shows and you meet a bunch of people from a bunch of different companies. And it's not always like that. You you can right. tell pretty quick with some companies, what the experience is going to be like based upon the people that you meet, that they're sending out there to be the face of the company. Mm-hmm. And, and I truly believe when you say like, we have the best customer service, like I, I 100% believe. And just being able to get somebody on the phone is so hard mm-hmm. oh, like, yeah. in yeah. modern yeah. times. It's like, oh, well, send us an email. And then six <laughs> months later, they might get back to you. Or shoot us a, a DM on social media. Like, what, that, I don't want to DM you on social media. I want to call you and say, you're, you know, I had an issue with your product. Yeah. What are we going to do? Um, so that that that's huge. And I know a lot of people will, uh, will hear that and will be happy to hear that they can call and talk to a real person. Uh, pro- hopefully somewhere here in the U.S. Um. Definitely. <laughs> okay, that's good too. We like to hear her that. Her name is Allie. She lives in the U.S. Do you guys? <laughs> do, do you guys have a youth uh, series? Uh, it's something we're looking into. Okay. All right. More to come. Yep. Yeah. More. More to. Come. Hey, you guys heard it. More to come. Stay from tuned. Hobie. Stay tuned. Can we talk about what's on your face? Yeah. Without further yes. ado, let's let's get into it. So. Uh, <laughs> Probably you have a quite a few people listening to this saying, yep. oh, that's great, but do they offer prescription? I need prescription. Yeah. So the answer is yes. Um, about 99% of the frames in our collection are RX friendly. You can put a prescription sunglass lens into it. Um, however, you know, I said earlier, we like to find those challenges that people face on the water um, and in life and come up with good solutions for mm-hmm. them. So if you've ever had to buy a pair of prescription sunglasses, you know how expensive they are. Mm-hmm. And we talked a lot about different lens tints and the ability to have different ones um, and really utilize those in different situations. So now multiply that cost by two or three times. Yep. You're looking at spending 
close to a thousand dollars just on prescription polarized yeah. sunglasses. Um, but I will let Steve, who is the prescription wearer here, um, jump into kind of what our solution is for that. Okay. Yeah. So to Dylan's point, you don't want to be getting you're filling, you know, three, four, five scripts for your everyday wear glasses and then your sunglasses. So this uh, system here is called our Duo Magnetic System. And basically, you take these pair of glasses. When I hop in my car, I go like that and have a pair of sunglasses on. When the conditions are a little darker or it's late at night and I want to switch now, I switch them to the Sightmasters. So each of these lenses has a little hook. I don't know how well you could. I got to take these glasses off. Um, <laughs> you have a little hook there that helps hold it in place see that, yep. on the bridge. And it might be hard to see, but there's a magnet there, and a magnet oh, there. You can see them. And then in my glasses, there's a magnet here and here. So it is literally, it is the quickest interchange system you could possibly have because it's only the time it takes to put the lens up by your face. Like, I mean, the only other thing would be you think about it and the lens changes, but that doesn't exist, right? So the fastest you could possibly change a lens is literally faster than, whoa, drop there that one. I got nope. a, it's impact resistant. Don't worry, there's a good <laughs> impact resistant. There's a good warranty yeah. on yeah, that. Yeah, he's testing it out for sure right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, we would do videos where we'd see how fast I could like change all the lenses. Do but, you make those uh, without a prescription? Yes, you do. And if you yep. if you do not want them with a prescription, um, they do come with a blue blocker lens. So if you're sitting in front of the computer oh. um, and you want to block the blue light, um, it is a good option there. So uh, yeah, good and whether was, or not you need a prescription, but it was really designed with that prescription customer in mind to... Yeah really save them money and, and just give them ease of use of being able to switch out um, the different lens tints. And I know that was a product you guys saw at the cash and event. Yes. And, um, you know, I know a number of their staff requires corrective vision and I think they all bought a pair on the <laughs> after the event. It was pretty Chelsea great. have a pair? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm definitely. Gonna she wa she wasted no time. No. Yeah. she was like, I'm yeah, ordering those glasses. We have three styles, as you guys probably know. It's this style, Lennox, a slightly smaller rectangular style called Crescent. And then a, a more rounder style called bells. Okay. So a pretty technical question as it pertains to the prescription glasses. Does Hobie do anything with insurance companies to, uh, do they take payment from insurance? How does that work? Like I've never, I don't, I got pretty good vision. Or at least I think I do. Um, and I know a lot of insurance companies, some cover uh, prescriptions and some doesn't, some don't. Um, do you have you guys ran into that before where people are trying to use insurance companies to, to front the bill? Yeah. So if you order our uh, prescription glasses online, we work with a lens provider okay. um, and they do accept insurance payments. Um, okay. They handle that more on their end um, okay. than directly through us. But um, you can also bring any of these glasses to your own eye doctor and, you know, work it out with them nice. as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's good options. You know, it doesn't get any easier once yeah. they've just showed you. And, yeah. and even if even if your insurance doesn't cover it, uh, you know, you're buying the frame and one lens clip that's 120. That's the base price. But a standard prescription is like 77 to 90. Dude, your, your copay is going to be more than what the glasses cost. Probably, yes. Well, Guaranteed. So that's, that's an important point. So the, these glasses and, and just a couple of other features of them, they have what, what are called Ultem temples, super flexible, super lightweight. So it just like these are extremely lightweight and comfortable glasses. I wear these all day, every day. They could probably use a little cleaning. Um, and then there's a wire core running through this rubber temple tip here. So like 
depending on the shape of your head or if you want like more more of a fit a tighter fit like you could bend it in like that that's you can awesome bend it out like that so you can completely customize the fit of these glasses to your face but then the great thing about it is you get this frame which any frame of any name brand just the frame alone would easily be well over a hundred dollars that's right but then you get also a polarized clip with it, a polycarbonate, true quality. This is not T8. And that's another thing. You'll see a lot of brands with clip-ons. Those clip-ons very often have that cheap triacetate mm-hmm. polarized mm-hmm. lens. So be aware, be aware of that because you will see things that seem similar, but they're not. Um, There's $120 for the clip <laughs> and the lens and the frame and we even went the extra mile of putting a blue blocking lens in for those people who might maybe just want computer glasses and like this system for when they're fishing i mean no other brand would do that because 99 percent of the time those lenses will get thrown out in favor of a prescription lens but we said you know we 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 said well why don't we put blue blocking in because that's a very big thing right now and if someone just wants blue blocking frames and no prescription it's there already yeah i'll tell you what man like uh well first of all i'm sold uh on the you know the the methodology and and the idea of the and the applicability of of the frames and the lenses and everything like that but you know uh you guys both of you uh you know just from your the way that your non-verbals are like you actually truly and hobie it seems like really cares about the customer right like the, the the consumer is what drives the business um, and so how, how much does, uh, c- consumer feedback play a role into research and development and, and what goes into the future of Hobie eyewear? Yeah, no, it's a huge part. Um, you know, one of the best events we go to all years is the Bassmaster classic and you're, you're right. Just, just because that is our best time yep. to actually be face to face with consumers in real time and get their feedback. Um, and not only people that are familiar with our glasses, but people that have never seen it before. You know, people walking by our floating tank going, wow, oh, my God, you need those. You've lost how many <laughs> pairs, you know, and, and getting them to try a pair on and say, you know, what do you like? What don't you like? You know, um, what other brands? Are, and so we're, we're always comparing ourselves to everyone and, and looking for constructive criticism and just trying to get better. And yeah. there's no better way to get probably your most honest feedback than from a consumer that's probably never worn your product. And before. especially an angler. Because yes. they're brutally, brutally honest. Everybody's superstitious. They got their routines. Super whatever. opinionated. Yeah, like I will never throw anything other than a black jitterbug and, you know, whatever the case may be. But if you show them, yep. and, and I challenge everybody that's listening to this, especially on Spotify and Apple Tunes, which are huge uh, platforms, um, go to the YouTube channel. Uh, and, and watch this because you're going to see the demonstrations that Steven uh, showed you guys and you're going to see the glasses that Dylan passed around. Like it, it's one thing to, to hear about it, but it's another thing if you're a tactile learner, like you touch it, feel it like you want to you want to put it on. Go to the Bassmaster Classic, go to these shows, check the check Hobie Eyewear out because you're going to be pleasantly surprised with it. Do you have a, a pretty solid dealer network if folks are looking to, to see these? Yes, we do. And we do have a dealer locator tool on our website. So you just go in, you type in your zip code um, and you should find the person that's closest to you. But um, one great thing, um, because that is one of the biggest challenges with sunglasses. They're so personal. It is something you need to try on. You really need to see how it fits you. Um, We offer free returns on our website. So free returns and free shipping. So it's coming to you for free. You try it on. It doesn't fit you. 
there's a return label in the box. You send it right back. You get a different pair that fits you better. Okay. So, um, yeah, like I said, you know, we're very flexible. We're very consumer conscious. We want to be able to make it as easy as possible for you to wear a pair of Hobie eyewear. Awesome, man. And and to take that that your uh, previous question a step further about who we get the input from, uh, yeah, the consumer is huge. I mean, they're the ones wearing it every day. They're the highest volume category of who's using our glasses, right? But we also are tied into a lot of the pros, as we know, like we mentioned yep. a few names before. I was at the um, Hobie Bass Open Series Tournament of Champions last week, and there I was interacting with among you know the the best kayak fisher fishermen and fisherwomen um, in the country, and some of them from outside of the country. And it's great because we, we're getting feedback at all levels. But my first question is, as someone in product development is when I say, you know, tell me about our glasses, I right away say, please tell me the bad stuff because that's how we'll get better. That's right. You know, it, 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 I'm not going to lie. It's flattering for people to say, no, they're amazing. I don't have any complaints. We were doing testimonials and, and one guy, he said, well, what do you want me to say? I'm like, yeah, just talk about your experience. He goes, he goes, I love everything about them. I'm like, oh, all right, well, that was, that, that was good. But like, that's actually you know, not what I'm looking right. for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so we're, 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 you know, Dylan, Dylan's always getting feedback. The customer service team is always kicking feedback over to me. We're having discussions about it. And, um, you know, and it, it, it's like from the top and the bottom. And it, it's why um, at the end of the day, it's uh, a perfect union of glasses. And our tagline is, built for the pros, price for everyone. There you go. We're building glasses that are from everyone, from Hank Cherry to me. I'll put myself on the lowest rung because <laughs> I, I I fish, but I barely get out there. But like- That was, we're that was appropriate glasses. of you to do, by the way. Yeah, but you win <laughs> you win all your own tournaments. You're a champ, so yeah, you're good. Yeah, exactly. I had fun, so I won, right? <laughs> That's, That's it. right. So, uh, so um, yeah, it's our, our glasses- are, are are achieving the needs of everyone at a price that's affordable for everyone. That's awesome, that's man. So, well, we're kind of winding down here. Is there anything coming that you can share or is there any, wait. any timeline for any announcements that you can put out there? I don't, a lot of folks use the classic and stuff to drop new products or anything you want to tease or talk about. Yeah, no, we, we definitely have a lot of really exciting stuff in the works for next year. So um, 2024 is going to be a good year to follow along with Hobie eyewear. Um, our new style should be dropping January, mid-January, early mm -hmm. February. So check that out. Um, we have a really good holiday promotion running right now. So yeah. good stocking uh, stuffers. If dude. you are looking to get multiple pairs of sunglasses, this is the best time of the year to do it. All right. So go go to our website, check that out. Um, you know, grab a pair for Going yourself right or two pairs, one for your mom, dad, friend, whoever. So I am gonna um, have a and that's at hobieiwear.com. Hobieiwear.com. Steven, <sighs> Dylan. The biggest, well, one of the biggest topics is forward-facing sonar right now. <laughs> Will we see integrated forward-facing? Dang it! <laughs> shut it down. Will we see integrated forward-facing sonar in one of the screens that's Bluetooth capable to your to your unit? Well, if we do, you're gonna be the first person to wear test it. I'll tell Woo! you. That. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> You all heard it. Tens of thousands of people, hopefully hundreds of thousands of people, not yet, but you all heard it. I'm going to wear the first pair. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, that's, uh, it's exciting. And you know, product development and new stuff is always, always exciting. And, uh, it's the time of year when folks right. are looking for, for stuff for, for stocking stuffers and whatnot. So you heard, uh, you heard it here. There's a, a great holiday promotion going on. Um, 
What else we got? I, I would just say I would challenge, you know, like Dylan, you said, and, and Steven, I know you're, you're on board with this. Like uh, every quote unquote off season anglers are prepping tackle and whether or not that's in their kayak or bass boat, whatever the case may be, they're getting everything ready. Um, but we also need to pay attention to the other accessories, right? Our, our, our apparel, our eyewear, um, our nutrition, all those other things. And so it's a great way, especially if you're talking about like this, this month, you said, yes. Uh, yeah. Yep. This month now like, through cyber month. Yeah. Start preparing for next season. And, and the best way to do that is take a holistic approach to how you fish and how you protect yourself and how you eat well and all that stuff. So, um, Appreciate you guys uh, really breaking it down, the science behind it, um, what in the different applications for each different lens, uh, you know, the, the frames and stuff. And and I'll tell you right now, like I'm sold on it. Yeah, I'm gonna have a 3700 box. Uh, yeah, he is. He is. He's gonna buy them all. So. He was teasing you, but he really wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. You, you want, talked earlier about like gearheads, and I'm definitely he, he's, I, he's I'm the worst one. of the worst when it comes yeah. to that. Don't break in Pete's truck. Oh, so <laughs> no. Well, stop. There's stop nothing our, in there. Uh, stop by our booth at the Classic. You might never leave. So yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Are there any uh, any other shows you're gonna be attending where where it's like public where folks might be able to catch you? Um, yeah, so follow us on social media at Hobie Eyewear, um, and we're always promoting any of the events we're at. Um, we definitely have a couple in the works for next year, um, finalizing right now. But um, yes, Bassmaster Classic, ICAST will be the big two that we'll be at. Awesome. Yeah. For our local folks, are you going to make it to the open house at Cashin, do you think? Or? Um, I'm going to try my best, but also I know you mentioned Lake Norman earlier mm -hmm. and um, for local folks as well. Um, Hank Cherry is doing his Warriors Journey yep. tournament yep. January 6th on Lake Norman. So that's a great event. Um, good way to support veterans. And it's a great organization that works on getting those folks um, acclimated back in society once they come out of combat. So um, we've done a lot of good things with him and that organization to promote it. And, um, you know, it's a great cause. It's, it's going to be a fun day of fishing out on Lake Norman. And, you know, I encourage everyone to go attend. Awesome. Ben, you got anything? No, I appreciate you guys. I, I definitely learned a lot. Uh, thanks for dealing with my kind of technical questions. Yeah. But I love the science stuff behind it yeah. uh, and all that. But um, I am sold and I've got some ideas uh, for some content creation for this. So <laughs> that's, that's uh, music yeah. to my ears. Right? Yeah. So, you, so you're saying it's at Hobie Eyewear on the socials? Yes, at Hobie Eyewear. So folks, make sure you check at Hobie Eyewear. It's HobieEyewear.com when you want to go order them. Uh, the sale's going on through Cyber Monday, it sounds like, so it's a perfect time to go grab you about seven pairs of these bad boys. Load up everybody's stocking, uh, get all your anglers' uh, eyes protected uh, and uh, ready to go. I'll have all of that stuff linked down below in the description, so you can you can just click right from there if you don't want to go search if you're lazy like me. Uh, and uh, I don't have anything else. Steven, uh, you have any closing thoughts or anything you want to say to the uh, to the viewers? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of hit on it a little bit before. Um, eye health is very underappreciated. Um, it's the most important sense we have. And especially if you're out there fishing and, you know, you want every advantage you can have, get yourself a good pair of Hobie eyewear, Hobie sunglasses or something like our optical frame with the Duo system. And uh, we encourage you to try out our different lenses. Um, a system like this allows you to do that at a, at a very affordable price. And um, yeah, just get out there and, and get fishing. And kind of like they say, the, the best rod is the one you use. The best glasses are the ones you use. So just uh, 
get out there and get a pair of Hobies on and try them out. That's right. Well, we appreciate you guys jumping on. Hobie aligns a lot with OneCast. We appreciate you guys. Uh, your your morals, ethics, and values in your company definitely align and uh, continue helping us grow a culture of anglers, helping anglers one cast at a time. That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, God, it's a toad, son. It's a f***ing toad, dude. Let's go. I wake up to a little bit of drool on my pillow, feel like it's going to be a bad day.